0: Intro,
1: intro, 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 intro.
0: Introduction.
1: Welcome to the intro. Introduction. <laughs> this is Monster Baby, a curious romp through the worlds of mindfulness and improvisation. Hey, you know who that is over there? That's Lisa Rowland. That's right. And then over there is Ted
0: de and we are your hosts. We're your inimitable, intrepid podcast hosts taking you on a journey. Uh, this is a journey that we've entitled Let's Get Physical. Let's get physical. It's all and about that, embodiment. Yeah, it's not about science. Like chemistry, Science. biology, all.
2: Oh.
1: I'm going to go ahead and say I don't think anybody thought that it was.
0: No, that's you're probably right. But it's just a guess. But, okay, listeners out there, raise your hands if this is true. When we said let's get physical, how many of you thought of Olivia Newton-John? We thought
1: so. 100%. <laughs> I can see that now.
0: Uh, pink leggings? No, leg warmers? Leg warmers. Yeah, not leggings, leg warmers.
1: All right. This is about embodiment. Yeah. And, it, yeah, you can hear the rest of it listen on but we do have to tell you that a very exciting offer awaits you in the early part of this podcast yeah
0: very very beginning just just after the music dies out
1: really pretty soon
0: so you're going to be excited to hear that or maybe you won't but we are
1: yeah maybe you know somebody who would be excited to hear it Uh at which point you can hit share Don't send that person a link
0: don't keep the secrets for yourself
1: don't do it pass it on selfish bastard okay (laughs) great on to it bye go go listen Great. Well we're in. Hello. Tell hello Ted Demaison. Hello Lisa Rowland. We yeah, are back together. It's been a while it's been a while. Back together again. It's been a minute.
0: Uh, do you know Donnie Hathaway and Roberta Flack?
1: I know Roberta Flack.
0: Okay. They were like the soul oh, duo, just they have a song called
1: Back Together Again. Yeah.
0: That you just said that and it reminded me. Oh. If there are any listeners who are over the age of 50, you might be with me. So Maybe you right at home
1: are singing along. <laughs>
0: Donny Hathaway and Roberta Flack.
1: Yeah. Well, but I will take their sentiment. We are back. We are back. We are We're back. back together. We're back. Yeah.
0: This time it was my journey. I was away.
1: Yeah. Internal and geographical.
0: Yeah. I was on uh, another silent retreat that was great. Mostly was silent.
1: Just as good as the last one. Any new... New stuff? Oh, lots of new stuff. It was
0: insight, dialogue again, so we had conversations, meditative conversations, or contemplations, probably better. All right. And, uh, yeah, I feel like I learned some new stuff. I'm just making more space, getting the ball of identity loosened up, like just more present, more here. You're
1: disappearing right in front of me.
0: I'm nothing. Nothing. I am everything. You
1: are the bushes behind you. (laughs) So, so dear listeners, we are in this like lovely little redwood grove on Stanford's campus. It's a little nook. It's a little nook. There's benches, there's these beautiful teak benches and and picnic tables and yeah. and blossoming I don't even know what those trees are.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't little know. Little pink
1: blossoming trees. There's
0: uh you're going to hear some ambient sounds of airplanes and birds and
1: Yeah. It's going to be great. Maybe people walking by?
0: Could be all sorts. We might see a friend or two.
1: We could. Anyway, so it's, it's a lovely setting, and yeah. it's lovely to be back together, yes. and I'm excited for this podcast episode.
0: This is a good topic. Yeah. And before we get into our topic...
1: We have exciting news for you.
0: Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. So if you're a regular listener, you already know that we have shifted our retreat, our mindful play, playful mind retreat from... Mm-hmm the coast of Maine to the Santa Cruz mountains yeah. June 11th to 15th.
1: We've got some folks signed up. We still have some spots.
0: And uh, perhaps one of those spots is waiting for you.
1: Perhaps or someone you know.
0: Or someone you know. So we'd like to we would like to offer two enticements. Yes. Both of which are kind of juicy. They're ju- I think they're
1: super juicy. Okay. So number 1 is if you, dear listener, would like to come on the retreat and you know somebody who you think
0: Oh, this person's going to
1: come along. This with person me. would love it and you want to refer them, you both get a whopping $200 off your yeah. the the fee, the, the fee. fee for the retreat. So which is significant. That's
0: significant. So instead of paying if you're going to go early bird price before April 30th, instead of 11.97, you're paying 9.97 each.
1: 9.97.
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty significant.
1: Yeah, and early bird price ends at uh, April 30th. So that's offer number 1. Teddy Mizone, what is offer number two? Oh,
0: this is a fun one. So, okay, we cooked this up. I don't remember how... This is crazy. This is a crazy offer. It's loopy. We're getting loopy over here uh, because we are so excited about this thing. We want to give away one slot on our retreat. And and by giveaway, we mean, like, you're coming for free. For free. You don't have to pay for food. No. You do have to get yourself there. you
1: got to get yourself there.
0: But we might even be able to hook you up with a ride if you
1: want. If you need one.
0: Yeah. But, uh, no, a slot. You come for free or... If you are the person chosen, you could give it to somebody else that you think would love it who maybe doesn't have the resources. Yeah. Uh, and you can bring joy to them. And okay, so
1: work. here's how you know if this is you, is that you have to let us know that you're entering this little raffle. We're going to do a drawing for who wins the spot. That's
0: right. And, yeah, so you got to send the note to info at monsterbabypodcast.com.
1: That's right. And say, hey, me, put my name in. <laughs> me, 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 me. Hey, me, 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 pick me. And then we're going to dr- do a drawing, and it will be announced on our next podcast, which is going to be released by April 28th.
0: That's right. So if you want to get in on this, if you want this slot, you need to send us a note by April 25th That's at right. noon. It's That's Wednesday. Right. Wednesday, April 25th at noon. Put it in your calendars. A little reminder on your iPhone. Hey, Siri, remind me <laughs> to send in a note to info at com for my slot shot at a free slot in the retreat. Don't throw away your shot. I am not throwing away my shot. <laughs> that's right.
1: So yeah. So so uh, that's I'm like very that feels audacious to me, and I'm yeah. excited about it, and I hope one of you gets it.
0: Yeah, it'd be so sweet. So okay, that's all. That's all for that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Business is done. Enough of the juicy goodness. Yeah. Although I do on, want to now tell,
1: on to different juicy goodness. Can I
0: tell you a funny story about juicy?
1: Yeah, I think. so. <laughs> I think so, Ted. So
0: I'm teaching a class at Stanford called Playful Mindfulness. And I'm just about to start a spring quarter term. And then in the summer, I'm doing it, instead of doing it over six weeks, I'm doing it over a weekend. So it's an intensive. And when I originally proposed it to the continuing studies department, I said, well, how about we call it playful mindfulness and intensive? And they came back and they said, I think we want a little bit more colorful. What if we set an intensive boot camp? And I was like, huh, I like the word boot camp, but that sounds a little harsh. <laughs> Playful mindfulness intensive boot camp.
1: You call that playful? <laughs> Are you playing? Would you give me another spontaneous suggestion? <laughs> Get present, motherfucker. <laughs> you maggot.
0: <laughs> so I went back to, I was like, what can I offer instead? I wanted to give them another suggestion. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, well, it's really. Also,
1: I will just say intensive and boot camp feels redundant. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, well, what's the point?
0: It's The point is it's a concentrated experience. Yeah. So I was like, how about playful mindfulness, a juicy concentration? (laughs) 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 Concentrated juice. It's like... Tell
1: me that... Did they they take it? No. No, that's okay.
0: (laughs) They did not. (laughs) They came back and they said, how about a two-day intensive? I was like, good. Sold. That's
1: just... What it is. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Yeah, so. A juicy concentration. I thought that'd be fun. That if... could, it could be describing an intensive. It could be describing pooping. Oh, <laughs> you get it from juicy. Con- I'm like with juicy orange juice. You're like, like, you're like working on it and it could t- totally be juicy. Oh,
0: goodness gracious. I know that
1: you're thinking about.
0: <laughs> um, it's all Minute Maid. Minute Maid OJ. From J. Concentrate. From Concentrate, you, the little. Yeah. Plastic thing playful ever.
1: mindfulness from concentrate. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: bullion. <laughs> a bullion cube. A
1: bouillon cube of oh. contemplation. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Write them back. Tell them I've got it. <laughs> a, bullion cube. a bullion cube of concentration. <laughs> okay.
0: So we've got it all set. Okay. It's a two day intensive.
1: That's good.
0: If you want to sign up for that, <laughs>
1: juicy concentration.
0: come on along. That'll be down here on Stanford. I
1: campus. like it. I mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. Okay, great. So there we have it. Okay.
0: On to today's topic. <laughs> Which is,
1: let's
2: get physical,
1: physical. <laughs> it's about physicality.
0: Yeah. Do you know who's sang that song?
1: Olivia Newton-John.
0: Thank you very much. Come on. Okay. It was after, right after her uh, heyday of Greece, of Greece. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's actually the what? only other song that I know that she sings, other than Greece songs.
0: Um, I bet there's others that you know. But, yeah. Maybe. Uh, Xanadu, maybe. But anyway, okay. <laughs> enough olivia newton john let's get physical I, yeah let's talk about mindfulness and improvisation and and physicality, physicality embodiment. physical embodiment like what what is going on here you got the, a
1: question the, to start us off the body uh i've got a lot of opinions
0: <laughs> this why does this not surprise me <laughs> did you want to toss one of those bad boys out or? well
1: i don't know i actually do have a question all right i do have a question okay i trust we'll get to my opinions <laughs> later. E- evidence suggests. <laughs> <laughs> evidence suggests there's no shortage of Lisa squawking about what she thinks. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. So my question about it is, the first thing that came to me was the idea of it being a really physical endeavor. So here's the thing. I sort of, when I think of like being physical, mm-hmm. I think of sort of a, a dynamic state right. where your body is moving and is actively engaged. Okay. And when I think of meditation, I think of stillness. And I know that stillness and engagement are not mutually exclusive. Right. You can be still and totally engaged. But here's my question: is like, would you consider mindfulness or meditation specifically a robustly physical activity?
0: Great question.
1: Like, do you consider it a physical activity?
0: I do consider sitting a physical activity. When it is engaged in for a while, <laughs> so coming off this retreat, right? Yeah. We would get up in the morning and sit for forty-five minutes, uh-huh. six forty-five to seven thirty. Go have breakfast, take a break, come back nine to nine thirty sitting. Then a walking meditation, then sitting again. You know, like there's a lot of sitting, and it takes endurance, and it takes sitting with one's physical pains mm-hmm. and learning. Like, do I need to move? No, I don't need to move that. will I can notice that pain or discomfort. And it'll pass. It'll pass, and I can work with it. So on that level, even sitting is physical. And there's something radically different about a walking meditation Mm -hmm. than a sitting meditation that I find really compelling. And so by walking meditation, I mean walking really slowly and noticing the contact of your feet, heel, arch, toe, Lifting the other foot, you know, and sort of going and...
1: Noticing all the pieces of this yeah, process. Yeah,
0: slow, just slowing it down. And, and then going 15 feet, turning around and coming back, and just back and forth, staying conscious that whole time. It's so grounding. Mm-hmm. And I find that it...
1: Have you ever done a running meditation? It
0: activates a different part of my mindfulness brain. No, because I just don't run. Uh-huh. I used to swim in high school. And in a way, that was a mindfulness practice in that I would count, but I wasn't really paying attention. Well, and sometimes I guess I would pay attention to the feel of the water as I pulled my arm through it. Yeah. It was more meditative than meditation, mm-hmm. I'd say. But yeah, I, I love when the two, I love going between sitting and walking and mm-hmm. sitting and walking because it, it feels holistic. Yeah. Like, okay, the whole, I'm all in. Yeah, But lots of people talk about it, mindfulness in sports nowadays and dance and getting in the zone, like that being in the zone when you're doing something physical is a mindfulness practice, right? Like, or you can use mindfulness to help get you there. And then once you're there, it's that kind of practice too. Hmm. Does that make sense?
1: It does, although it's interesting because I, when you said that I realized that I have an uh, assumption, I suppose, that if you look too hard at the zone, you destroy it. Yes. So, but mindfulness for me is like, pay attention, what is going on on purpose? Like notice where you are, notice how it feels and notice what the pieces are. And I wonder if, you know, it's like, they say humor is like a frog. You can dissect it, but you kill it in the process. I wonder if the zone is similar or rather, I guess I'm, I am uncovering the fact that I have an assumption that the zone is similar, that, you're in the zone. You just got to be there and you can't be like, oh, I'm hang zone, on, right. notice how the zone feels or else it's like, <laughs> but va- can, it vanishes. I
0: think you can do things to kind of nurture or cultivate or continue being in the zone. Mm. And so the distinction that, that I would most often make that I've heard from others is, are you feeding the sensing mind or the thinking mind? And the sensing mind tends to put us into the zone. Right, So that's what a body scan meditation does Or like paying attention to your breath Or to your Feeling of your uh, Butt on the chair or your feet on the floor Is you're paying attention To the sensations in the body Yeah And that can't operate at the same time That the thinking mind does Which is the evaluating, ruminating Regretting, judging All that, right So the part of us that would snap out and be like Oh my god, I'm in the zone That's the thinking mind Mm-hmm. And so, yep, that's going to get in I the guess, way of the... I
1: guess I consider the zone to be when s- sort of something is happening. Like I'm in a flow. I mean, I, I think about it in improv. Like I'm in an improv yeah. scene or show. Would you say that you're in sensing mind in that, in that? I would say I'm in the story. I'm in neither. I'm just mm. paying attention to the story. I'm not paying attention to my feet or my body. I'm paying attention to what's happening on stage and, whether and, yeah. and the impulse of to go. Right. Do you know what I mean? So, I like, do. I guess this is right. We, I, I, we find ourselves once again at my like, central. <sighs> struggle of like. The tipping point between mindfulness helping us get present and mindfulness taking us out of the present.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right, because because even a, a sensing your body in a moment when something else is happening is taking you out of that thing that's happening. You know what I mean? It's noticing yourself, but right. if it's like, all right, this is good. It's good. It's going clear. Like. And, you know, it's 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 going and it feels good. And you know that it feels good. But then you stop and you pick apart all the things that are feeling things. I wonder if you sort of interrupt the flow of this moment that you're part right. of. Right. Do you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. So it's kind of an interesting... It is
0: a little, a little paradoxical. Yeah. I, th- I think that there's... I think there's something that happens. like So even if we're using our mind to pay attention to our breath. So, yeah, there's a little bit of an outside observer rather than just being actually in you're the just breath
1: in it. you're just doing it
0: but that it it leads us into it. it 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 pulls us in when we're i'm paying attention to my breathing and i'm noticing the feel of my shirt against my skin like the drape of my shirt yeah. on my belly or my shoulders that's going to bring me into the experience and my mind is going to quiet like that's what i experienced on this retreat is that the first 10 minutes of my meditation would just be like Thinking, thinking, thinking. I'm like I'm going off on all these thoughts, and then after 15 minutes or so, just like everything quiets, just quiets down. Yeah. And maybe a thought comes through. A single thought will come through, and wander off.
1: Was is that the zone? Do you consider Uh, that that like in the zone? zone. It's
0: a zone of meditation, but it's not like being in the zone of being on stage and like. All the lines are right or, there. Or and, athletic or, performance, or, yeah, right? right? Like
1: if you're swimming right. and you sort of get into a zone. Or if you're
0: hitting you're artistically. Playing, playing softball and you're like... Or playing
1: music, yeah. right? Like if you were playing music and you're like just jamming, you're in a yeah. zone and you stop to notice what your fingers are doing, it's gone. Yep, yep. Right?
0: I agree. I agree. It's and interesting. Then, and then I think if you, in that situation, right, if it, you, it goes and then you come back and you say, oh, let me pay attention to my breath for a couple minutes... You're more likely to get back into it more quickly.
2: Hmm. That it, it
0: feeds it, it feeds it, it <laughs> lubricates the possibility.
2: Hmm.
0: You know, brings you in. All right, uh,
1: I'll take your word for that.
0: Yeah, but it's it's a fun thing to play with, and I, and I think you're spot on with this paradox of like.
1: Yeah, but I, I just like what? I don't want to pay attention to my body. If the story, if there's a story happening, that's right. where I am. Do you know what I mean? That's where I need to be. Yeah. So somet- all of me needs to be there. Sometimes
0: though, I've heard you say things, and, and other teachers say things like. Use your senses. Mm -hmm. Like, don't don't try to create the scene. Discover it. Yeah. So, what do you see, right? Yeah. Or what do you? What is your body telling? What is your heart telling you right now? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. What is your character?
0: Right. So it's like, feel it. Go get on stage and and what do you see around you? Even though these are all imaginary. uh, Yeah what do we call these objects made, made space up, objects. space objects yeah. space. <laughs> it's been a while
2: <laughs> we've got
0: all these space objects around us where we're like oh yeah there's a refrigerator over there but like see them yeah and so in that sense that's kind of coming into your body because it's yeah. coming into your sense your sensing mind
1: totally right and i will say that that like when people say that that question of how do you decide when to go on stage mm-hmm. and i was like you don't decide you just go when it's time to go and there, it's like it bypasses the head, and, but it yeah. definitely, the way I describe it is it's like a hook in your gut that mm-hmm. like pulls you on stage. And, and if you get good at heating that and knowing that it's time, then you don't, you're, you don't let your head stop you mm-hmm. from going. Because mm-hmm. your body knows things your head doesn't know, so you just got to let you, you just, sort of follow it. But that doesn't happen as a result of examination.
2: Right.
0: I
1: it's, guess that's the thing.
0: It's like tuning in. It's like tuning your radio dial to pick up on the, the, the call. On oh,
1: what's going in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm.
0: And I, and I th- see, I think that's physical too. Like, or li- again, we can set ourselves up. Well, we up,
1: can train ourselves to notice what's happening in our yeah. bodies.
0: And we can give ourselves the conditions to be more receptive. Yeah. So we've talked about, this was the, something I was really excited to consider on, on the retreat when I was thinking. <laughs> but we've talked about Patsy Rodenberg's second circle presence. Mm-hmm. and. First circle's turned in on itself, third circle's kind of blaring out, second circle grounded. And that if we take the posture that represents second circle, kind of like mountain pose in yoga, that we become more tuned into our surroundings. We're more aware of what are the sounds, what are the sights, who's We're open. here.
1: We're a little bit open, more open,
0: like a like an animal in the woods. You can just pick stuff up that you can't if your body's in a different position. You know, with the same ease.
1: Yeah, I mean, I.
2: Yeah.
0: And the the tweak I love maybe the tweak I love most, this is one that we've you and I have used in workshops where we're playing I Am a Tree or games where you need to enter or you're coming from the side of the stage. Of like standing up, balanced on your feet, and then just a little bit forward. Lean forward just
1: little a little bit. Just yeah.
0: a little on the balls of your feet. So now you've got this athletic
1: leaning perch in. ready yeah. to go. You're
0: just like, Yeah,
1: here we go. Yeah.
0: So that, that little bit of physicality puts us in that open space.
1: Totally. And I definitely, I find myself saying this all the time. The way your body moves affects the way your brain moves. Yep. (laughs) So if your body doesn't seem ready to go, your brain will not think it's ready to go. And if your body does seem ready to go, your brain will think it's ready to go. Mm. Your brain will be like, oh, we must have something because body says we've got something. I mean, you know, it's like departments. Yeah. In a, in a organization or a company. Yeah. It's like, uh, body's ready to ship. So (laughs) we must have a product.
0: (laughs) Okay, let's ratchet up the marketing on this bad boy. We totally don't even know what it is.
1: We got, something's going to be in those boxes. So let's yeah. go. <laughs> 25% off. We don't know what's in the box. And then it's really, you know, and then and your brain is good. So it, yeah. uh, it does have something. That's cool. It's kind of like, I mean, it reminds me of the of the improv, number one rule of improv, of my whole collection of number one rules of improv. I was going to say,
0: which one number one are we going to talk about?
1: We're going to talk about show up. <laughs> That
0: wouldn't have been in my top five. Okay.
1: But you got But oh, you oh, have no, to do it first one. before yeah. you can yeah. do anything else. But you mean show up physically. I mean show up physically. Get there. Get there. Put your body where your body needs to be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I use that for running. Yep. Just put running clothes on your body and put your body outside of your apartment.
0: <laughs> and then your body's like, oh, I guess we're running. And then
1: we're here, so we run. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, put your body where it needs to be. And that's what... In Improv Wisdom, there's a chapter about showing up. And the, the exercise is like, go to the, like, where are the hotspots? Where are the things happening that you want to have happening? Go to that place. Huh. If it's where people are, just go to that place. If, you, if there's a club meeting, just go there. Uh-huh. Just get your body there, right? So it's like rule number one of, of embodiment, in a way, is like <laughs> where, you know, you can sit in your room and think about improv. I was having this conversation recently. Somebody was like, what books should I read? I want to read all the books about improv. And I was like, don't read books about improv. Go do improv. Yeah. yeah. I was like, do a thousand scenes. Then you can read books about improv and decide if you like it right. or not. And you have yeah. context for it. But like, do not start with books about improv. It will only confuse you.
0: Because everybody's saying different things.
1: And who know, You don't know what that means yet. Yeah. You know?
0: I'm chuckling because.
1: <laughs> Why? <laughs> like,
0: okay. So what you're saying is if there's somebody I'm really interested in that I really want to hang out with in a romantic way. I just go put myself in no, their no, life. No, 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 like no, no. Like you go sit no, on their front no, stoop. No,
1: no, 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 <laughs> no, no, that's not no, no, Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Lisa told me it was gonna work. <laughs> mm.
1: It really sounded wise when she said it.
0: <laughs> it's the it's first rule of improv, isn't it? <laughs> show up. Just show up. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I like that.
1: Do you have questions?
0: I have, I'm curious about, there's one thing I'm curious oh, about. Oh, did you want
1: to hear about all my opinions?
0: You no, know, uh, they're going to, they're, they're, they're on their way. I can sense them. Yeah,
2: that's true. That's
0: true. <laughs> uh, there's a strong, it's not disturbance, there's a strong movement in the force. Yes. No, my, my question is this. It's about clowning. Ooh. Because you're going to clown school this summer.
1: Yeah, I'm starting to call it clown camp.
0: Clown camp. Okay, you're going to clown camp, which I am stoked for. Yeah, me too. That you're going to this, and I'm... Totally envious, because I want to go. Ah. Um, that said...
1: You're going to Patsy camp.
0: I'm going to Patsy camp.
1: <laughs> and I'm going to clown camp.
0: Um, don't tell Patsy that I said she was a clown. Let's not conflate those two things. All right. Uh, but I, I, the people I've seen do improv who have clown training have this special magnetism on stage. I'm thinking of Sean Kinley from Calgary. I'm thinking of Ben Johnson. Um, there's a couple other people I've seen. I think Rebecca Pretsky has Paretsky. Has, uh, has done some clowning, and our friends Mona and Shara from, or at least Shara from the uh, Stanford Improvisers. Mm-hmm. Like it just those people, the way they move, it, like I can't take my eyes off of when they're mm-hmm. on stage. Yeah. And why does that work so well? What did, what?
1: What is that? Yeah.
0: What's that magnetism?
1: Yeah. It's a great question. I mean,
0: You're already magnet magnetizing improviser. You, when you come on stage, it's like, oh, okay. Mm, I want to watch that person.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like when you you go to clown camp, you're going to come out like a turbocharged attention magnet.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, is there anybody God. else on stage?
1: Well, thank you. Yeah. For that compliment. Yeah. You know, actually, I did a thing in a, in a, should we wait for that?
0: That's right. That's a quick one. It's a little quickie.
1: Cute little plane. Cute little plane. I did a thing in a workshop recently where we talked about what your body, what your body's resting state on stage is. Hmm. And I realized that it's different.
0: For different people or no, different times. For
1: me, on stage and off stage. So, oh. So what is? There's this activation, like when you think about like, what makes those people so fun to watch? Ah. I don't know what it is. But you feel like you're
0: activated when you're on stage? Yes, you're in a way that you're not. My body
1: is like, I am on stage. Interesting. Like it, mo- it moves with purpose and energy. It does not saunter mm. onto stage. Unless your
0: character is a saunterer.
1: Once it gets on stage, it saunters. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, it, but it, there's this, it's like walking through an invisible sort of like curtain of golden sparkle. And nice. you're just like, and I'm in, you know? Yeah. And it can happen. I am like, find myself doing it sitting here in this chair of like, boom, like there's just extra going on in your body Yeah. when I think about and sitting on stage.
0: And that's not fake, right? It's like, because sometimes I think that people think of actors as doing the whole bravado of, yeah right here i am an actor which is really
1: inauthentic
0: yeah and that's like third circle energy of like yeah. look at me and and i'm pushing hard because i want you to approve of me and yeah. well, that's not what you're talking
2: about
1: no i mean maybe it's just kind of like like you don't show up to your workplace without tucking in your shirt mm. <laughs> you know right. so i don't show up to on stage with off stage energy it's like that's, that's not what it is right. on stage is different you got to put energy in your body and be like, bam.
0: Are there times when you bring that energy to your other parts of your life that are not on stage? Where you give it that extra walk through the gold <laughs> sparkle curtain?
1: I guess, uh, I don't know. That's interesting.
0: Not when you come home to the podcasts?
1: No, they don't get any of my golden sparkle.
0: Yeah, uh, they get your. Mm, All
1: of my love. Oh. To get all of my love. They're so soft. I love them so much. <laughs> <laughs> I impose my love upon them. It's not a golden sparkle. Forcefully. Ah. Uh, uh. Yes. I'm trying to figure out. Well, I do a lot of performance in my jobs. Facilitation. Ah. Uh, uh-huh. Leading workshops. Right, okay. Being in the spotlight, holding space. Yeah, it is that's a kind still, of performance. That's, that's still performance. I'm yeah. talking
0: like... Hanging out with friends or being on the beach or...
1: No, although, no, I mean, I don't think about it, no. But I have been told...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I think that I show up more physically than other people.
0: I think so, true. I and, think so, too, and that I, that is true.
1: I have gotten feedback from people, this sounds creepy, but who have watched me mm-hmm. from afar. Civilians. Uh, a woman in a, in a restaurant once... She was the server. She came over to like deliver drinks. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but like you are so fun to watch talking. And I was like, wow.
0: You're very animated. I'd
1: never heard that before. So maybe there's something, but.
0: I had somebody say that to me the other day. when we led a workshop down here, uh, someone who was not taking part in the workshop, but afterwards said, you know, you've got a really nice presence. I like, you look like you're calm and happy and that the people, you're making the people around you happier. like,
1: wow. Okay. What, what a lovely energy to carry what, around what, in the world what am I doing that's yeah. making that happen
0: I, I think it's something about maybe it's leftover or I can't, for me it's I think of it as hanging out in second circle mm-hmm. the more I do it the more it's becoming a default
2: it's
0: kind of like oh I didn't realize I was doing that Yeah. Um, but I, I I see that with you at, at like part of the bats holiday party or the summer party like there's little zzzz buzz around you, mm. you know. I bet it's something of that, something of that quality. But it's okay, so clowning, coming all the way, circling back to clowning. Yeah. Well, like, what? Why are you wanting to take a clown, why are you wanting to go to clown camp? What do you think that's gonna give you?
1: Uh, I don't know what it'll give me, but here's what I find attractive about it, and here's also maybe why clowns are magnetic to watch. Okay. Is, I think clowning is important I think it is an important true human act. Mm. And I think that because the first job of a clown in my experience is to connect with other human beings in a disarming way.
2: Uh uh-huh. okay.
1: So clowns clowns are there to yeah, I'm imagining like cirque du soleil clowns like they're there to be the audience's little sweetheart favorite The one that they love, that they attach to, right? Right. So if my job is to get you to attach to me somehow, attach to my victories and my sorrows and my experience, I have to understand what it is that human beings connect to about other human beings. Mm. That feels like a really powerful thing to examine. Sure. And a lot of that is not verbal. It's not words that make people connect to other people. It's, it's, it's like this deeper human experience thing. Mm-hmm. And so in the absence of words, the, what we have left over are emotions and our and our bodies. Mm. And so what in my body can convey can yeah,
0: pathos or openness or yeah.
1: Experience. What experience. is my emotional experience? And if the, if the, if the way that I have of, descri- of showing you what that is is showing you, right? With my right. body instead of my, my body and my face and noises instead of words, which so often clowns are not verbal.
0: And that can be so funny, too, because sort of, there's a universality to it.
1: Yeah. So, I okay. Sw- yeah.
0: Is it, is it manipulative then? Like, I'm going to find the thing that most connects, that most can turn your crank... You know, or get you connect.
1: I mean, I, I guess so. But if you look at a thing that one person does to affect another person that's as manipulative, kinda, right. that's like we all do that all the time. Sure, right. I ask questions in a polite way because that's more likely to get you to want to help me. Right. Is that manipulative? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. And yeah, but effective. maybe there's maybe a manipulative is has a negative connotation, which I don't know. Right. That these acts actually that deserve. Makes sense. You know, then it's like, is acting manipulative? Is writing, is theater manipulative? I, I
0: love this notion, though, that you've just spotted or named of clowns connecting, you know, using all this nonverbal range to get to what matters. Yeah. And that's, that's why one of the reasons that being physical matters on stage.
1: Yeah. Because it's maybe
0: communicating that... so much else.
1: Yeah, and people who have gone through clown training have activated this instrument that they have, which is not their words.
0: Right. Do you do... That's my guess. Are you going to be doing like flips and
1: rolls and... I don't think so. I don't think we're doing acrobatic stuff. I think we're... I don't think so, but I really know very little about it, Mm -hmm. which I'm actually kind of excited about. Like, I'm going because I trust this guy who's leading the workshop, and I'm like, well, I'll do what you tell me to do. Where is it again? Manitoulin Island, Canada, Ontario.
0: Love those Canadians. Is it Manitoulin? Is that uh, on one of the Great Lakes, or is it?
1: I don't don't know. (laughs) It's like
0: look it up, people.
1: (laughs) Look it up, guys. Don't even know how to spell it. It's the Manitoulin. I do know how to spell it. I don't. But M A N I T O U L I N. That's it. M A N I T O U L I N. Yeah.
0: Score. And it's
1: the Manitoulin Conservatory for Creativity and Performance, or Creation and Performance
0: Center for Creation and Performance, MCCP.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, run by John Turner Okay Who's my guy who's teaching my workshop
0: That's that's exciting Way excited I wish there was a way for us to express physicality here on the podcast
1: What would you want to express right now? What do you mean?
0: Well, so okay, our listeners can't see us Mm -hmm. You, listeners, I don't have to talk about you like you're not here You're here Oh, You're, you're here You're hearing us, but you're not seeing us I wish there was some way that, like, I could stand and do something funny or, like, playful with my... Right? So, like, I changed my position. You're not going to know, but I did just change my position. And
1: it's real dynamic over here, everybody. (laughs) Just so you know, it's really this... It's wildly... It's just a different experience.
0: I was having a conversation. I I suppose
1: we could... If we figured it out, we could live stream someday.
0: That's an interesting idea. A little Facebook Live podcast. Yeah. Uh, I was... During retreat, I was in a dyad, so we were having this intimate contemplation back and forth about something about the self. Did you fart? I did not. Well, I mean, probably, but silently. Okay. Uh, but the person behind them started making these wild gestures, and they were immediately behind them, so I couldn't see the other person. I just saw their arms flailing moving arms. Like, like wings or insect <laughs> legs behind my person, and I was trying to be all attentive and... <coughs> Kind and mindful, and I was kind of cracking up because they looked like a transformer or something. (laughs) But that would be fun. Although, I also want to say this, and this is true for both mindfulness and improv, that one of the things we considered on this retreat was how the act of listening is a physical act. Mm. And that it's so sensitive, right? It's like it's magical that... This I take a breath in and now it's in my body and I'm gonna somehow with my muscles in my belly push this air past my vocal cords which are gonna vibrate move in space, send air out through my mouth, come through in this case the microphone to your ear listener and your ears well the speakers. The speakers are moving the air in your car or in your headphones, and then your ears vibrating and translate like
1: yeah, it's insane. Unbelievable. It's totally insane that this whole thing even works. And
0: that's a physical thing.
1: That physical, right? Sound is physical. Sound is, it's and very physical. And hearing is physical. It's a result of physical mechanical yeah. motions and, and electrical impulses. Impulses. And 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 happening all the time. Yeah.
0: And so even if we were sitting completely still, but we're listening, we're being physical. It's kind of a cool notion. Yeah. For me. I'm just speaking from my perspective. It is cool. So you know, there's that.
1: It is cool.
0: Okay. Do you have any opinions? So
1: many. Yeah. (laughs) I have so many opinions. (laughs) So okay, so
0: I'd like to hear an opinion or two, or maybe three, but because I have another question at some point, but.
1: Well, I, so here, this is interesting. I've actually been really focusing on physicality with, with improvisers recently. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I've been doing is, is challenging them to get robustly physical with one another. Ooh, like touch. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. Touch, weight, you know, doing scenes where one person is a dead body and the other ones have to move them. And I'm like, don't help them. Don't help them. They need to support your weight. Mm -hmm. Like they need to figure this out. Uh, or or a really old person who can't move themselves, and so somebody else needs to move them uh-huh. to get them where they want to be, and watching that person just not you know just not help, so they really have to engage with one another, or a really hands-on yoga or dance instructor who like gets in there or you hands-on. know, yeah. um, and like p- puts your body where it needs to be to you know to mm-hmm. feel a stretch or to mm-hmm. whatever it is, get in lined, get it get aligned or whatever. And it, and I sort of started teaching this because I found that a note I kept yelling at people was touch each other, Mm. touch each other. And that there's just this reluctance to touch each other and be physically engaged with other people. And I think part of that is like polite respect for other people's boundaries. And at a certain point it is limiting.
0: There's a lot of human life you can't represent on stage if you never touch anybody. A
1: lot of kinds of relationships, a lot of closeness, a lot of emotion that you can't, you cannot portray if you are Not touching each other. Well,
0: and like we were just saying, with the clowning thing, so much communication happens through the nonverbal. And so if you're, you don't have to use words to communicate eight zillion things if you're touching somebody. Yeah. Yeah. On
1: stage, right. So I just feel like it's a, and it's just a more interesting thing to watch. Yep. It's just more, more, it's just more dynamic. And I think we like watching other people be physical, be physically engaged with one another.
0: Yeah. And have to sort out the boundaries. Like, that's fun to yeah, watch, too. Yeah, and people
1: are like, whoa, they're, you know. Yeah. You know, anytime I, I fully pick up another improviser, I almost without fail get applause for doing that. Like, I remember once I played a, up, sea, a sea monster, and I took Tim on my back. Tim Orr, I like got him on my back. And we rode, we, we sort of swam away through the waves. And the audience applauded nice. when I took him on my back and rode him out of the so theater. So cool. And I'm sure part of it is like a woman picking up a man. I'm sure yeah. that's part of it, yeah. but but it's exciting, and I think it's yeah. like we 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 can play so much more deeply if we're willing to physically engage. Mm. It's a mu- it's just a much more robust experience. That's so great. And I am trying to think about whether I feel like I lead a robustly physically engaged life.
0: Mm. And your verdict?
1: Well, I'm always happier when I use my body. Yeah. I'm always happier. Happier when I'm running. I'm happier when I'm exercising. I'm happier when I'm like get out of breath and I sweat and I you know. Yeah,
0: I'm definitely not as physical as I used to be. Mm -hmm. I think part of that is is age. In that now when I do certain things like my body will ache, right in a way that I don't want it to. Mm -hmm. So I don't I don't play basketball anymore because just my back will tighten up for several days. But I notice when I when I'm not physical. If I don't do yoga in the morning, if I don't go for a walk, just, like, everything gets kind of dull and mm-hmm. gray. And I, I get kind of cranky. Yeah. I Well, I, so I hadn't done anything, like, super charged. My, my yoga's pretty mellow. I do some stretching, some strengthening. But I just recently got this new Body by Jake Total Gym 200 or something like this. Whoa.
1: That Hello, Jake. I, Jake is...
0: He's an MMA fighter oh jeez yeah he's he's ripped he's ripped but I got it on the recommendation of somebody who had done body work with me and he's like you know this machine is really great because it's oh it's a machine you just put it over the door but it's like these ropes pulleys uh-huh. uh, spring-loaded spring resistance pulleys and yeah so you do a posture and you like pull from the door so you get your triceps and you lean down and you get your whatever. Yeah so it's fun for me because it's kind of like a little bit like dance it feels like but Uh you know resisting against these bands and you can do a whole range of things I did an 11 minute workout with this thing and my mood for the rest of for the next five hours it's like I was high
1: it's crazy it was
0: so cool I was like all right, I'll do more of this
1: yeah I'm
0: excited to do more of this and if I can the guy who did this body work with me is like 70 he's in his 70s maybe 75 and he's like Jack LaLanne he's like 5'8 but he's just
1: I don't know who Jack LaLanne is. Jack was like
0: a super, he was like the original fitness guy. Oh. He was like Mr. Positive, happy, super buff arms and tight t-shirts and uh-huh. like slim jeans. Just, yeah. you know, be on the F- Venice Beach, California. Yeah,
1: got it. I get the picture.
0: And he, so this guy is kind of like that. And he, he said, you know, I don't, I don't go for like this huge workout. I just do enough to get my muscles activated and energized. And that's all I do. And I'm like... If I look like you when I'm 75, right on. Yeah. So I like that idea of like just enough to get the body to, like, going. Get them going. Yeah. Yeah. And then.
1: There's also, I feel like I have Four eight. hours of
0: being high as a result. Yeah.
1: Great. Good sure. trade off. Yeah. You're not even trading anything off. No. You're not giving anything up. Nope. Except those 11 minutes. And even then. You're spending them on something you like I'm doing. If I'm
0: mindful while I'm doing it. Oh boy. Yeah. Then they're, they're their own
1: thing. But Great. what if you like listen to a podcast? <sighs>
0: Well, if it's this one, then good to go. And <laughs> <Then> you're
1: fine. <laughs> I, recent, I have realized recently, maybe we've talked about this before, but I think it's one of the reasons I like improvisation. And I, I recently articulated the fact that I think I have a value around total engagement. Hmm. And I want to live a very fully engaged life.
0: So you tell us what total engagement means, if you would.
1: Well, I'm figuring it out, okay. but I but I I like really high I like sort of extreme experiences. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, this Korean scrub down that I go for this, at the Korean health spa, the Imperial Day Spa, <laughs> this is Korean spa in San Francisco, and they offer this service, which is I've told you about this. I don't know. Maybe I must have, 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 have you told you about this. Have I talked about it on a podcast? I don't think you've talked okay. about it. Okay, so. so it's a pretty intense experience because you go for a, you go for, you get a scrub down and massage and <laughs> you go into the pools, you can use the pools for free and you get this number with your locker key. Yeah. And then at some point a woman comes down and just calls your number and like motions to you to follow her. So you do and you go to this room. It is not at all like the Kabuki, like really like fancy, lovely, soothing experience. Well, it's not like that. Like gu-
0: guitars and Asian tonal. It,
1: Yes, it's not, cords, it's yeah. not this, it's not this. Okay. You get like, you lie face down on a table, which is one of many tables in this room. Th- right. They're all covered in plastic sheeting. So the whole thing feels more like you're in a dog grooming station, than, than <laughs> like a massage, <laughs> like a massage room. Uh, are,
0: there, are you, are you nude at this point? Yes. Okay. Uh, so other nude people lying on these tables? Yes. Like cadavers, perhaps.
1: Uh, what? Well, no, they don't look dead. Okay. They don't, they don't look Just dead. Just nude people. Nude people. Mm-hmm. Also getting scrubbed. Sure. Or massaged. Of course. And you lie face down on this table, and they put a towel over your head, and then things begin happening, right? Like, you get doused with water, but you're never warned about what's going to happen next. So, oh, my gosh. And I don't go frequently enough to totally remember the, the sequence, sequence yeah. but I really like that. It's like, great, I'm in the dark, and, like, something's <laughs> happening, and there's water. Oh, Wait, is the room dark? No, but there's a towel over your oh, head. Oh, ta- okay,
0: that way. Yeah. yeah. Got it. My bad. So,
1: so, like, wa- you know, water's coming, and then the scrubbing starts, and they put these mitts on, and... Freaking scrub you within an inch of your life, right? No part of you is left so like unscrubbed.
0: Like pumice mitts or something.
1: Yeah, like abrasive. Uh-huh. So, and they scrub you to the point of pain. Yeah. Right. And I'm not a person who gets off on pain. Let's just be clear about that. Like that's not <laughs> that's my. That's not what you're saying. That's not my kink. All right. But uh, but it's so it's it's like an intense experience. Like sensorially. Like very engaging. <laughs> a little much for old Teddy Boy. I think Ted would not appreciate <laughs> this experience. Lisa really likes yes, this experience, yes. and and part of it is just like like it's like it fills up all of the all of the uh, sort of
0: layers, lever, you no, know, like Levels. when
1: you know when like when sound is is yeah, equalizer registered on a board right. and it like vroom, like it fills up yep. you know it fills up it's all like, the lights yeah all, all the lights, the lights are, are filled up yeah right and I realized I was like I think I'd like intense experiences and i like experiences that like totally engage me so that could be when i'm with somebody who's super super playful and so there's like a Mm. lot of like quick back and forth my mind is really really engaged Mm -hmm. it could be in a physical experience like that where my where it's like just like all my senses are totally engaged and and the thing that i like about improv is that it is fully engaging on the on the planes of mind body and spirit
0: Yeah. So I was, this is good. I'm I'm glad you're going here because I was going to ask you, is engagement the same as stimulation? Right. So like the physical thing, like you're having the sensation to scrub down. It's an intense It's stimulating. Yeah. It's very stimulating. Right. A lot going on.
1: Yeah. That's interesting.
0: That's that's like feels more surfacy than what you're describing as mind, body, heart. Yes. Engagement.
1: Yeah. Yes. It is different. Okay. So and the engagement that I that I explore or that I experience in improv is that my body has to be engaged and ready to go. My mind has to be always engaged and ready to go. And my heart does too. Like love I can't, it. like I need to show up with all of my emotional intelligence and my yes. sensitivity and I need to be ready to fall in love and I need to be ready to have my heart broken and I need to be ready to be vulnerable with another character, another player, with all, yeah. with my fellow players and as a character. And I need to be willing to be changed and... To lose and to mm. be hurt and, mm. to, and to be ecstatic and to mm-hmm. be con- lost, you know what I mean? Like all the things. And so that is like totally engaging. Yes. And so I, therefore I find it very... That's cool. Satisfying. And, and It's like satisfying.
0: Rare to find other people who are so willing to be engaging or engaged. Would you agree?
1: Yeah. Yeah. On all of the levels. Right. There's people who can like really engage mentally, but... Mm-hmm. You know, in Mm -hmm. one way, but not in these other ways, or or people who are all heart, but like I can, it can get drippy all that heart. Where do
0: you, (laughs) where do you? That's good. The plastics on the on the table.
1: I tell you, man, this this experience. If that sounds good to you, it's the Imperial Health Spa. It's on Geary. It's really incredible.
0: There's there's part of it that sounds good to me, but also I just think my system is too sensitive i think i told you about when i went <laughs> to get a massage somebody g- gave me a free massage at this place in Daly city and i went in to sign up and there were all these lovely young asian women you know going around and they were like going in and out of the rooms and doing massages and I'm like oh cool that's been lovely to have a massage by this kind of person right uh, and I signed up for my thing and came back two weeks later.
2: <laughs> it just it
1: sounds like a, it verges on a little creepy. Well, but
0: no, but I don't mean it that way. I, I just know. Yeah. I'm just,
1: yeah. just going to acknowledge. I'm just going to acknowledge. There's okay. this part, part yes. that's like, mm. uh,
0: But so I I sign up two weeks. I come in. Same thing. I go in there. Like the woman at the t- at the front desk is like, okay, yeah, go, why don't you go in that room? And someone will be in shortly. And then I see all these women buzzing about. And,
1: yeah. It's exclusively uh, women. There were no male massages. Well, here's the thing. Oh, right? boy.
0: Yeah. I go in my room. Take my clothes off and get down on the table. I got my towel over me. In comes this guy who's like six three, yeah, wearing jeans and a like tight t-shirt. Uh huh. And he's like, "I'll be your massage therapist today." Yeah. Do you like soft, medium, or hard? And I was like, "No, oh, jeez." Uh, I'm like, mm, "Can we do like soft to medium?" He's like, "Okay." And then it was the hardest massage I've ever had in my life. Like, I literally was. Did you ask cringing, him to go softer? Yes. And he didn't. And he did not. And he was going fast and hard and like just
1: digging into my muscles and like Jeez. raking down the back of my thigh. Like, I mean, I've had painful gush, massages gush, also and I don't like those. I left
0: this one literally bruised.
1: Yeah, that's a bad that's a bad massage. Yeah. Yeah. That's not It was
0: it was engaging. But I was on like I was my you know what was engaged? Was my amygdala.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you get were the in hell fear. Yeah.
0: That's, that. Uh, the Imperial Palace sounds much nicer.
1: I but I wouldn't recommend. I would not recommend the scrub for you. Okay. But the massages never hurt. The massages yeah. are never painful. Like again, I don't like being in pain. That's not the thing.
0: Right. Interesting.
1: I don't want to misrepresent myself. I, I, I like so okay. I just but the, like, the element of surprise I find fun. Like not knowing what's coming next is fun. And
0: surprise is super engaging. Yeah. It like catches our attention. I really like that. Do you? What about hang gliding or like jumping from a plane?
1: I would like to do that someday.
0: Okay, because that's that's high stimulation. Yeah, um, but you're not.
1: I don't consider myself an adrenaline junkie. though. I was going to say,
0: right? You're not. You're also not a. Well, <laughs> even if you were, probably not appropriate to say on air. But you're not a big drug user. No, you know, like taking risks like that. Like, oh, let me get this.
1: Well, I also don't consider drug use terribly risky, depending on the situation and the drug. Uh,
0: but I'm thinking like high stimulant, high engagement.
1: Like cocaine. I, mean, I don't know.
0: I I don't even. Yeah. Right. Isn't that like? whoo, Here we go! Wow! Yeah,
1: but I, just the stakes are too high for yeah. that. Like, okay. but it's not that I don't think I'd like the experience. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just feel like pretty risky. Could be.
0: Yeah. I was always. Do you, do you know who Len Bias was? No, you probably no. know. He was a one of the best college basketball players ever. He was at the, around the same time as Michael Jordan. It was like he he and Michael Jordan were the two best college players. And when he came out of college he got drafted by the boston celtics and it was like perfect timing for the end of the larry bird era and it was going to be the next bird, to, bearer, bias. bird to bias and he was awesome and he got drafted and the night of the draft he was number two pick on the draft the night of the draft he went out with some friends he used cocaine for the first time and died
2: what yeah
0: it was like this immense tragedy and like this like just something. Transcendent Was player, it dirty cocaine? Like what was I, the? Yeah, I, I guess. Or just his or system he, couldn't he, handle.
1: He OD'd on it or something? Accidentally,
0: right. But there's this oh. immense tragedy. And it was like in that high of, you know, here's this great point in my life. And I'm going to do this with my friends. And engage fully, fully engaged. Yeah. And just whoosh, gone.
1: Oh, man.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's gut-wrenching. Gut-wrenching. I was, the I was probably in high school. Parents used that for
1: a long time to warn their kids off of-
0: well, that was one of the things. Like I, my, my, when my mom, she, I think I've told you this. It did this pretty clever thing with marijuana with me. It was like, so mom, sh- you know, should I ever try marijuana? She's like, well, you might want to. Some people like it. It's can be pleasant and cre- creative and whatever. But you should know that, you know, oftentimes for really creative people, they have a really negative first experience and, you know, it's really unpleasant. I was like, oh, I'm did so. Did make that up? I don't know. But it was very effective. Like I'm never trying it because I'm so freaking creative. Because I'm so creative, never, I would have a
1: horrible experience. It would be terrible with all the creativity yeah. I've got,
0: man. <laughs> and then so I just never tried it. Mm. Um, But then when Len Bias had his experience, it was like I am. There's no way I'm going to try cocaine mm-hmm. or anything like that. You know? Yeah. Blow my system out. Any other opinions?
1: Yeah, but what's your what? What oh, have you got?
0: Well, my question is about. So we've talked about mind, body, heart as if they're separate, Mm. right? So I like this question. This is one of the first questions that I ask in our playful mindfulness class. The first session is like, where is the mind located? Mm -hmm. And usually when I ask that question, people will point to their heads, Mm -hmm. but nah, I don't know. I feel like emotions are stored elsewhere in the body that if you, you know, tap a place that's been injured it's gonna bring back all sorts of feelings and emotions like is that mind i think Mm -hmm. partly so and uh, i'm gonna go into like pseudoscience here but oh boy but there's i don't remember i think it's neurons but i should (laughs) i should look i should have looked this up before. i
1: like where this is starting this is this is a
0: problem with not preparing this is great but but there's something like there are, they found that there are neurons or different kinds of oh, cells yes. in, in the, the gut. heart and in the gut. Yes. Right? So, okay, I think good. I they are neurons. And so it's like, not only is it the mind might be elsewhere, but like the brain. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. The,
0: the same kind of cells that are in the brain are in the gut. And so like when we say we get a sense. We have a gut know, feeling. Gut feeling. Or What's your gut say? What does your heart say? What is your heart telling you to it's do? It's not like,
1: just metaphorical.
0: Yeah, that there's actually thinking going on there. It's wild. And then I was like, okay, so are these, do we have neurons in the genitalia then? Because, you know, people are always talking about like thinking men with thinking them. with their yeah, tits. Right. Like, oh. Oh. Huh.
2: Hmm.
1: Maybe that is more true. Uh,
0: so anyway, okay. Okay. Where's the mind? I think that's an interesting question. Where's the too. mind? I do too. And um, it's fun to play with. But uh, we're, getting, we're getting to... Are we uh, getting there?
1: Yeah. Right, well, I've run all out of opinions.
0: You, we've exhausted Lisa Rowland. Out
1: of them. There's, uh, there's nothing I think about. Anything else?
0: Full engagement for a while. And we'll give two weeks and let the well, we'll replenish. F- we'll
1: fill the coffers back up.
0: Yeah, I'm confident we'll get something. Yeah. New.
1: Hey, I'm excited to hear from y'all if you want to. Enter your name for our free oh, yeah. spot on the retreat.
0: This is—it's going to be delicious. Come
1: play with us! I'm so excited.
0: Delicious, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll get to great. that. But um,
1: yeah, and don't forget, you and a friend, two hundred bucks each off.
0: Boom. Let's close this up, and we'll do a little outro. Okay. Say say goodbye to a little, little extra goodbye, a little bonus goodbye.
1: A bonus goodbye? Like anything
0: different than... You, you just wait. You listener, you just wait. This, this, this goodbye you're getting right now, this is kind of like a generic goodbye. We're say, It's been nice to have you here. But the, you hang in here for the next like minute or two, you're going to get a real outro. Yeah.
2: That's
0: going to blow your socks I don't, off.
1: I, yeah. I'm, I'm also intrigued by what that means. <laughs> You'll
0: see. Okay. In the meantime, thanks for listening and, and ciao.
1: Yeah. Goodbye. We'll see you later. at the mysterious bonus goodbye outro. Which
0: is <laughs> immediately following the last more generic one. That's right. I See, okay, I want to just acknowledge, I don't. maybe it's because we haven't done a podcast in a while. Yeah. Well, it hasn't been that long, actually. Uh, I just feel good energy today. It cool. was a fun conversation. Yeah. Maybe because I'm coming off like this retreat and I'm feeling more present. Uh-huh. Uh, or maybe because we're in this little magical grove with the redwoods. Who knows?
1: Who knows? Who knows why?
0: But I like that conversation, listeners. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, maybe it's the intrigue of our of our offer that's got some energy going on
1: here. Ooh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't have answer. I don't have opinions on that one.
0: Yeah. I, I just I want to say I so want you to be there at this retreat.
1: Oh man. I will be. <laughs> just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, speaking of redwoods. I'm excited to be walking around redwoods and hanging out. That place
1: is one of the most beautiful places. I'm like really excited just to be
2: there. Yeah,
0: and uh, I talked to Melissa, who's going to be doing our cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw her this week when I was back in New England, and. She's super excited about preparing stuff for us and
1: good. Uh,
0: the meals I had when I was on retreat were so good. Mm. So come on, people. Come you know, on.
1: What I think the most exciting part is, is not the beauty or the food, but is like the other people you will get to play with if you mm-hmm. come. Mm-hmm. That's always the part that I'm most. I mean, it's it's always the biggest surprise because I don't know who's going to be there. Right. And it's always like such a delight to leave feeling you got these new friends,
0: new community. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, uh, anything you're taking away from this episode?
1: Oh. Uh, I just that I have to remember that like my 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 life feels better when I am physically mm-hmm. active when I pay attention to like my what my body needs and wants to do and, and I, I get I engage it yeah and and yet that is the easiest thing to slide off my radar when other things get overwhelming mm-hmm. and I need to not let it because it actually is a necessary ingredient. Makes sense to me to my happiness.
0: I am reminded of the partly from your question of the the way that we can use any activity that we're doing as a mindfulness practice as mm. a meditation and that when i can create a more holistic set of meditation or mindfulness experiences that i feel better mm-hmm. so that even if it's that 11 minutes of energizing my muscles with the jake tower Body 200 even if it's that it's like okay cool let's get the full range and yeah. and a vocal warm up Patsy Rodenberg vocal warm up which is
2: physical
1: can,
0: can be the same, same thing so yeah. I like that notion cool holistic
2: holistic
0: Yeah, total body warm up
1: alright let's let these people go get out of here get would out you? Of here jeez jeez
0: how long are you going to spend with us we're going
1: to quit flapping our lips yeah
0: however physical it is get out of here uh, we love you we
1: love you we'll talk to you next time uh, our next one is going to be released by the 28th so info
0: info at monsterbabypodcast.com let us know you want to come to the retreat it could be you
1: could be you alright